0: Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you are about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. Isaiah 55, verse 6. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call upon Him while He is near. Let the wicked forsake His way. And the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord. And he speak void. It shall not return to me void. The word that goes forth out of my mouth. Shall not return to me void. But it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper. In the thing for which I sent it. For it shall prosper, that, that, is, that, is, that it will produce abundantly. Is there a single tree or the possibility of a forest in that seed? Listen, there's potential in every one of us today. I believe when the seed of the word of God, when you hear the word of God and the word of God comes inside of you and is planted on the inside of you, when you begin to hear the word of the Lord, the word of God, that's why God compared that word to seed. And there's grace and there's, there's seasons on, on those things and timing in those things, but the seed does not return void. God sent it and it will accomplish one of the possibilities that are in Christ, in God, in His Word, in you. But see, the world and the things of this world are uh, our minds because our mind, the, the knowledge of good and evil, has tried to limit us based upon what gender we are, what color we are, whether we're short, tall, skinny, fat. The the background, our economic backgrounds, tries to limit us, but the potential of the seed of the Word of God inside of you, think about that, and the Holy Spirit's work as you yield to the Holy Spirit of God and to that Word of God, what is the potential of that seed? Think about that. You know, I believe oftentimes we put certain things on our lives and we say, well, this is... This is what I do. This is who I am. And we limit because we've been taught to do that. I mean, there's people tell you today, you know, hey, look, if you are such and such, then you just need to stay in your lane, you know. But listen, that that whole thing could be a lot bigger that God intended to be in you. So, oh, well, if you just choose one thing and do it well, then you'll succeed. Well, what if that one thing might have multiple things to it? What if that one thing that God wants you to do might have ultimate lanes for you to go into to fulfill and accomplish that thing? You might say, well, I'm a plumber. I'm going to do well in plumbing. Well, what if you were a plumber that was supposed to franchise and supposed to be teaching other plumbers? And Are you with me right now? What if you're a plumber that that might be real good at plumbing, but you have other aspects of what that could be? What is that? What is the potential of the seed of the Word of God in you today? Was that seed for your healing, or was it seed for your health? Was it seed today to bring you born, make you brand new, born again in Christ, and then that's just for the afterlife, or was that for right now to receive all the things that God has provided for us through his death, burial, and resurrection today and in the life to come? See, we have been taught various things that say stay down, stay in this lane, but God says, no, I want it to prosper. I want you to come out of that place. I want the potential that is on the inside of you. I tell you, some people today, right now, you might be hearing this message. You might be finding right now that it might even be hard to hear. Why? Because finding that God is not done with you, no matter what is going on around you or has happened to you, and that your potential with God's seed in you by your trust in God and the faith in that the faith of that seed that you've received will take you from just being the tree and possibility of becoming a forest. You know, maybe as a maybe as a, as a person you, you 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 said, well, I just always wanted a family. Well, you're raising up those children. You're raising up that family. You're imparting and impacting. But how about helping and maybe helping encourage and edify other families to do the same when you're walking in Christ and you're following that potential. Are you hearing me today? You know, the Bible taught us and teaches us as Christians, we're called to be a witness for Jesus Christ and take the gospel to the world. But oftentimes we've been taught, let's make converts. But the Bible, and that means just to get somebody saved or maybe live a good life in front of them and maybe they'll be interested in God. But the Bible doesn't say that. It says, no, preach the word. Present the Holy Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. Present the Holy Spirit where you go. Live your life for Christ. To be a witness unto him. Not just to make converts, but to go into all the world and what? Make disciples. So I believe the potential of the seed wasn't just so we can have a better life today, but also to make impact and the potential of that. in every, every area of influence, every, every place. But see, I want us to understand, so let's see what maybe we've taken hold of already. Remember, we're taking hold of God's promises today. But maybe you've reached out and you've taken hold of fears and doubts about yourself. Maybe doubts about your own abilities. Maybe you've taken hold of the limits of what God can do and will do for you and through you. Maybe you've taken certain hold on those things. You know, you you might even right now be saying, you know, well, I can't because... So what is your can't? Why can't you? Why can't you let go today and maybe take hold of God's promises instead of taking hold of the limits and, and the impossibilities and the, and the why well, I can't. I can't because I don't have enough. I can't because I don't have this. I can't because I, I'm not like you. I'm not like this or I'm not like that person. I'm not like this or I have, I have other things and I can't because my mind is telling me I can't. But God says you can do all things through Christ, which will strengthen you. But it's hard to get strength when you're not going into those places of the possibilities. We're asking God for strength, but we need to walk by faith. And God gives you strength in the walk. See, right now this might be challenging you because your mind is, is trying to draw back Maybe, maybe it's trying to to say no, you don't understand my situation. Well, what if we begin to understand the possibility, the seed of the word of God in you, greater than the situation that is going on around us? What if we begin to say, you know what, God, I'm gonna begin to agree. With your word today, I'm going to begin to agree with your spirit today. I'm going to come in agreement with you in the possibility that nothing is impossible. Or maybe we're going to look around and say, well, the world says and the economics of the world says and the things that the world says. Why don't we listen to the world and not to our God who's above all things? Why don't we begin to say, God, your word in me is greater than anything going on. Your spirit in me, greater is he that's in me than he that's in this world. Why don't we begin to take a hold of those things? Now, that thing, whatever it is, is probably making you very uncomfortable right now the way I'm speaking to you. And it's probably speaking to your mind right now, telling you, nope, don't listen to this. You know why. Why you can't because you know how you feel. Look at what's happened. But see, what it's done is it's put that ceiling over your life. It said, no, 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 it's impossible. But here's where we're going to have to say, all right, wait a minute. God, I'm going to put my trust in you. You might even say, Pastor, this might sound like this might be a reckless word right now, but I'm going to get you. I believe God by the Holy Spirit. This is what the word of God that the Holy Spirit is telling me to teach to this church right now and to those that's listening right now, to take hold of God's promises. Because God, the Bible said in Isaiah Yeah, there's a timing and a season for all things. Yeah, there's going to be things you're going to have to learn and develop and go through and go through the process. And and Listen, I believe walking by faith is like being an entrepreneur because what happens is is God's saying, listen, when you walk with me, I'm going to take you into places you did not belong there in the world because the world says you can't because of these factors and the reasons why you can't because they've labeled you, they've tried to put you down, put you in a corner, shut you up. That's what the spirit of the age wants to do, say no, no we know better, no God knows better and God knows you and God put that seed in you to produce and to prosper to bring him glory and to benefit your family, to build the kingdom of God, so let's not do those things let's focus on the things that God would have us to do today, how we can influence somebody else to Christ how we can help influence others to be compacted in the body, to see his church grow, so that we can see the things that God said that we can have have today and in the life to come listen you might even found yourself in a comfortable place because comfortableness is one of the greatest enemies of continued development and growth in what you can do today through the seed that God has given to you. You might feel like, man, I've been in my seed. I've been working that. I've been developing that for years and I've come to a particular level in my life. Well, what is that thing now you, you should be doing? Maybe you should be encouraging the younger ones. Maybe you should be helping those and seeing it and helping build that which you're connected to, helping be a part whatever way that that is. Using your gifts, your talents and resources for the things of the kingdom of God. Because the potential of that seed can become a forest because it's being sown, the good seed of the Word of God. Listen, my job today is not to convince you to believe it. My job today is to declare the Word of God and for you to receive it. My job, I I can't make you receive. You have to receive. You know, oftentimes we even think that way when it comes to Preaching the gospel or, or, or trying to win souls, we're not there to make them believe God, believe in God. No, we're there to present Christ and the gospel of salvation. It's up to them to receive or to reject. But do we change because they reject, because they don't want that? No, we continue to live life. Like God has commanded us to live. You can live in that joy. You can live in that love. You can live in that peace. You can live for God everywhere that you go, and we should. And let me just tell you, there has been plenty of examples in the Bible in the life of those who live by faith and those who even died where they were because of not being involved in that place of faith. There are those who live by faith and live their life and we've watched them and there's others that miss God and did not do it and they just, they just kept back from themselves. Jesus gave examples of that. We see people even who got into particular places in life and then begin to change their pursuit after God's kingdom and after his ways and then they fell out of those areas. I'm, th- I'm thinking about Saul. Even in the Bible where he was keen and anointed to be keen and chosen by God because of his character in the beginning and God made him ruler over the children of Israel. And then God took that anointing off of him and passed it on to somebody else because he feared the people more than fearing God and obeying God. Yeah, he might have remained in a particular position, but he, he lost that anointing. He lost that grace that God had given to him. I tell you, because he made a compromise because he cared about what others thought and the way this world thought. See, that's what we're talking about when we say others. We're not, we're not talking about good leadership over, in our lives and over us to help us to grow into to flourish. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about rebelling against us. We're talking about saying, wait a minute, this world is not necessarily for me, but my God is for me and the kingdom in me. There's only two kingdoms on this planet, the kingdom of our God and the kingdom of this world. And we already learned out of Matthew, Matthew chapter 6, you can't serve the God of this world and, the God of, and our God. We have to make a decision. Let's first look at something. I'm going to break this down simply today. Christianity, how are we going to take hold? Listen, within Christianity, we we have an understanding, and we're called upon, upon by the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit to be witnesses of him. How do we do that? Well, that's our confession or testimony of who Jesus is, which is spoken and manifested through the lives of those who love him. And I want you to hear the words of the Holy Spirit today through the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 10. We're going to look in verse 8. Last week, I talked about having faith in the promise. Today, I'm now saying take hold of that promise. Are you in Romans chapter 10? We're going to begin in verse 8. Listen what the words of the Holy Spirit spoken through the Apostle Paul written to us today he says. What does it say? What what does it say? What is the what here? It's the word of God to us. What does it say? He's talking about the word of God. What is, what is this word to us today? Well, the word is near you. It's right there. It's, you're hearing it today. The word is near you. The possibility and the potential of the seed of one seed of the word of God on the inside of you. Taking the limits off. Begin to obey God and, and begin to go through the process. The process of that development and, and, the, and the things and the germination of the word and the seed of God in you. So we're, what is it? It's near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we are proclaiming, which we are preaching today. That if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, now here's the Here's the instruction. I want you to think about this Is instruction goes with every word that you hear after you've been born again and after you've been saved too, according to the word of God that you hear, according to the word of God that you hear. What does it say? For with the heart you believe and are justified, and with your mouth you confess and are saved. For with... The heart, you believe unto righteousness. And with your confession, you were saved. You see, your heart and your mouth need to be connected together. That's where you believe in your heart. You believe. And then you you, you say. And, And what are we doing? We're believing on the word of God and we're saying it. Why, why do we do that? Why do we do that? Why, why does the Bible tell you, believe in your heart the word that you hear because it's near you. How can they be saved unless they hear? How can they hear unless a preacher is sent? When that word is near you, you receive it into your heart as the word of God and you say it with your mouth. You receive it in your heart, you say it with your mouth. Listen, Romans 4.23 why do we say that? Well, let's look. This is before the New Testament. This is Old Testament, but it's in the New Testament. And it's learned today. Romans 4.23 says, Now the words it was credited to him were written not only for Abraham, but also for us, to whom righteousness will be credited, for us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. He was delivered over to death for our trespasses and was raised to life for our justification. Now I want you to think about this just for a moment. Why did I? Why did, why am I saying this here? Because these, this is what happens when you begin to receive in your heart. Something begins to change on the inside of you. Something begins to change in your spirit. The heart is your spirit. The heart in man is the spirit of a man. And when you receive the word of God, something begins to happen in you. When you believe on that which you hear, something begins to change on the inside of you. The very What begins, what begins to develop in there is called faith in your, in your spirit, in your inner man. And there, there, then something begins to change, your inner man begins to change, because the seed of the word of God has been received. And the Bible tells us that if we're receiving our heart, we'll believe in our heart under righteousness, for that righteousness, when you believe on it, is, is now accredited to you because you have believed upon it. You begin to change. The word of God inside that spirit begins to take hold and then all of a sudden when you take hold of that word that word begins to take hold of you and then you begin to change into that image of that righteousness of who God is in you. The Bible says that you've been born again not of corruptible seed but incorruptible which is the word of God and the word of God is not corrupted through the knowledge of good and evil. It is the pure word of God coming into your spirit purifying your heart washing you, regenerating you with the work of the Holy Spirit changing you into that image. The very righteousness of God. Now the Bible says also I want you to look in John 15 verse 3 You see, you take hold of that. And what happens when you take hold of that word of God? If you believe on that word, you begin to confess that word. You begin to say, that's what the Bible told us a while ago. And you begin to confess that word, and because that word has come to you, that seed has come to you, you begin to say, it. "This is the. This is where we start. This is where we need to also remain, and we need to remain in this area because it's so important. Because when we confess that we have been justified, we've been made the righteousness of God in Christ because of what God has done for us in Him, we begin to say, "Wait a minute. This is who I'm identifying with. This is who I am. This is where I need. This is what I become. This is who God says I am. This is what I have become, not because of my own works, but." because of his work, and I have faith in God and what his work has done in me. This is who I am today. This is what I have become because of his seed in me. And we say that. We believe upon that. But let me just say this to you today. If we believe upon that, and that is happening and happening in you and happened to you, that's not the only seed that he sends. There's other things that come to us through the revelation of the Word of God and His promises that He has for us to receive now in this life because we have been translated. Out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. And there's great and precious promises. Because one, we have become partakers of the divine nature in Christ. We've received that through the seed of the word of God. And our faith in him who has justified us through the raising up of Christ from the dead. And we now have been given great and precious promises as his children. We become inheritors and and an inheritance in Christ but through God. And the Bible tells us that we have that. We have great promises now and in the life to come. And we need to see this. We need to take a hold of that. Look in John fifteen three. 3. The Bible says, you are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Amen? Listen, you're already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. This is what God says to us. That's the word you're hearing today. You're already clean. Are you a believer in Jesus today? Why don't we go ahead and just receive that word? Glory to God. You're already clean. Remain in me. And I will remain in you. Just as a no branch can bear fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branch. Or the branch is the one who remain in, the one who remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So what I mean by taking hold? Today you're going to have to claim and confess your agreement with God according to His word, of his promises, what He's made and provided for you and me. Claim, confess those because if you'll remain, in that word. You remain. Let that word remain in you and you remain in it. There's a connection. You You have to remain. That word might be in you, but you've got to remain in that word. You're going to have to remain in that place with him, with what he's done, who he says you are, what you can do, what is the possibilities of the seed of the word of God coming into your life. You remain in there. You take hold of that. Let it remain in you. But how do you do that? Just like the Bible told us earlier, when you have received it into your heart, you say it with your mouth. You begin to say it, begin to say, glory to God, I have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You know, today, if the seed, if you've heard the word, that by his stripes, you are healed. You receive that today in your heart, believe upon it. Oh, well, you know, you got a lot of noise going on. Yeah, well, you know. I understand what you're saying, Pastor, and I do believe that God can. I just, you know, God, you know, if he wants to. What are you doing? That's not what the Bible says to tell us to do. No, the Bible says, you know, you believe me. Believe on me. Receive the word of God. That's what God says. Believe on him. Believe on him. Believe the word. Remain in that word. Have that word. Let it get on the inside of you. Believe on the word of God. Begin to say it with your mouth. That's what the Bible teaches us. What does it mean to take hold? If he says, I'm going to prosper you, I've, got, I've, I've called you to be a business person. I've called you to be an influencer in the kingdom of God. I've called you to be an entrepreneur. Well, begin to love the process of the development of all of those things. Begin to wake up every day and begin to say, glory to God. I might not, I'm not just going to be a tree. Glory to God. I'm going to be a whole forest. You see, there's more to you. what what we limit ourselves with by the doubts and the fears and the things and the pressures and the cares of this life that come in to choke the word to keep it from being unfruitful. You've got people and influences around you that that probably are putting some kind of thoughts in your mind. You need to take those limits off. No, listen, they might be well-intended people who have fears and doubts themselves, who see limits upon themselves. And uh, and I've I've been teaching this for some years now as well. I call them crabs in a bucket. Sometimes people just try to reach down. They say, you go. And glory to God, I can do all things through Christ. And all of a sudden, they just reached out and said, yeah, well, you, you can do some things through Christ as long as you don't get out of this bucket. Because I'm down here, you need to be down here too. But let me just tell you something. No, 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 we need to say, God, there is nothing impossible with you. And nothing is impossible with the seed that you send. I'm not going to cast it away because I doubted myself so much that I won't receive that word. No, God, I'll receive your word. Let it be engrafted on the inside of me that I can become who you say I can become. I can do what you say I can do. I can have what you say I can have. Glory to God. If you're not happy yet, get happy. Come on. God has some good things for you today. God is saying, take hold of my promises. Let go of these other things in this world. Let go of that way of thinking. We need to grab a hold. We need to say, thank you, Lord. You made me clean. Well, thank you, Lord. You, you're, you're the one that's going to prosper me. You're going to help me. You're going to grace me to do what you've called me to do. For someone out there today, you're struggling. I mean, you've had a, a real fight on your hands. Right now, you've got so much negative thoughts about yourself, about your life, and about your situation. Right now, you're, 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 you're hurting. You're struggling. You're feeling insignificant, insecure. Like, I, I just, God, I just don't know. I just can't. I just, listen. God wants to take and begin to transform you. You know, that's what I love about God. You know, I think about the word in Romans chapter 12, where he says, if, in verse 1 and 2 and 3, but in, but in verse 1 and 2, it's very beautiful because he says, If you'll begin to renew your mind, I'm going to put it in these terms. You can look it up for yourself. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. It tells us that if you begin to present yourself before God, God, I'm bringing my life to you, and I'm surrendering it. Take it. I'm going to crucify. That's what it means to sacrifice. I'm crucifying myself. I'm sacrificing. I'm laying my life before you. I want to be good ground for the seed to come in. The Bible says if you'll take all that and you begin to believe on that in your heart and you begin to change your mind about what God has said, the Bible says we renew it. You'll be transformed. That word transformed is a word we get metamorphosis from. It's where a caterpillar goes into this cocoon and he comes out a butterfly. What a transformation. See, we, we still got Caterpillar mentality. We're still holding on to Caterpillar doubts and Caterpillar I can'ts. And, and you, listen, no. The potential, the seed of the Word of God in you, that is what we believe on and renew our mind to it. And how do you renew your mind? You're going to have to say it. You're going to have to believe it in your heart. You're going to have to get it in your mind, get it in your mouth. You're going to have to begin to say it. You can do all things through Christ, which will strengthen you. No matter what your background is, no matter what your situation is and what you've been going through, no matter what inabilities, disabilities that you may be facing today, don't let those things weigh on you and say, I can't because. God will give you ways. He'll show you how. He'll show you how to make that seed from a tree to a forest. You know, faith speaks, living faith speaks. Faith that has been conceived grows healthy and produces when you speak and when you confess it. Faith speaks. Look in Romans 4.17. See, we're going to have to begin to say that. Because when you receive that word in your heart, that's the word of God. That's faith coming into you. Faith begins to get its speaker, which is your mouth, connected to its believer which is your heart, your spirit, where the word of God dwells. Your mind might challenge that, but that's why you've got to renew it because you begin to transform into that as you change your mind, which is holding your flesh back from obeying and being obedient because you're looking at everything. You've got all these feelings about the cares and the things and the struggles and the things trying to choke you. That's what Jesus said about the seed of the kingdom of God. He said, the sower soweth the word. And there are things, the word goes by the wayside. Satan takes it because they're not hearing it. They're just sitting, listening. And then he says, "There's others upon stony ground." That means we're not in there plowing up those fields, that that soil. We're not. We're, we're we're saying, "Yeah, I've heard this, but you're not practicing. You're not working at it. You're not developing yourself. You're not tilling that ground." So the word has got limited production. It lays up and it grows for a minute. Woo woo, great, great word, Pastor. Great, great, great. All of a sudden, when the cares of the sun comes out, it scorches it, and you get offended, get off base. Somebody gossips. Somebody says something to you that's, "Oh my goodness," and you get off of it. See, that's hard ground. That's stony ground. And then there's another which, man, they know it's the word of God. And they're going and they're going and the cares of this life is just pulling on them. And the the mammon and the, and how am I going to live in both kings? I can't do this. Well, you can't live in both kings. You got to serve one or the other. Either believe God and say, God, you're mine. I'm yours. I'm surrendering. I'm laying my life down today. Let the seed of the word of God come into me, and I will obey it. I will till that ground. I will. Because I can. Because you has sown that seed in me. You must believe in me enough to be able to accomplish that through my life. Therefore, I'm not going to just be this tree that's trying to hide and go through life, not being seen, not being heard, not being noticed. No. God, I am going to live for you everywhere I go openly. God, help me to do so. Help me to be that light in a dark place. God, help me to be an encourager. Help me to be an edifier. Help me to be a person who will walk in love. God, help me to serve you at the highest abilities that I can. God, I just want to bring you glory. I want to produce the fruit that you said that will come out of my life. Because you said, if I remain in you, and you in me, I know you're gonna remain in me, but God, I'm gonna remain in you. I'm gonna remain in the word, and it's gonna bear fruit. You gotta get your speaker connected to your believer. You'll begin to see it grow healthy and begin to produce and transform. Romans 4:17 says this: as it is written, as it is written. I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of God, in the presence of Him whom He believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. And there's something how God will say something in you that doesn't exist right now in your life. Maybe today he says, I'm going to bring healing speedily into your body. You say, well, that don't exist in my life. Well, but why don't you receive the healing and see it begin to come to pass? Why don't we receive today that what God has said? Why don't we say, you know what? God's going to break, break my family through this. We're going to see change. We're going to begin to see my children serve the Lord. We're going to see things happen. Listen, begin to receive it. Begin to receive the word today. The word that you hear that God is saying to you. This is how God makes and does whatever he does, is he sends his word. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word, and we understand that the word was with God, the word was God, so God said in the beginning, let there be light, and there was. God said, God said, and there was. He's still doing that today in us, to us, as we hear the word of God, as we receive the word of God, as we also take and confirm that word in our spirit with the word of God and the word of God coming to us, confirming the word he's spoken and that which he's bringing light to us. These things are growing and developing and he's watering that seed and he's bringing that word into you. He's talking to you about it. He's bringing you in that place of believing him. I know what that's like. I live like that. I've been living like that. I know what it's like for God to say, begin to tell me and teach me and talk to me year after year after year after year and get so get into a place where I was even frustrated because I, I kept hearing the same word and I, I'm like, okay God, but I'm not seeing it, I'm not seeing it, I'm not seeing it but I'm not seeing it, I'm not seeing it God but how, when, how, when, how and he said, why don't you, then I learn because the Holy Spirit told me, he said, I'm putting this in you so that when you start doing what I told you to do, you won't quit, you won't falter, you won't faint because you're going to go through some things and listen, we go through things even when we walk by faith listen, we have to walk by faith because it is a narrow path because not everybody's on it's not so easy to, to walk in that place with God. But let me just tell you, it's a lot better place walking in that place with God than getting off the path and start getting in the world and letting the world take control and take hold because the end of that is destruction. But at the end of that path that God has you walk on the walk of faith is, is life. And today we're receiving that. And this is how God does it. He says it. And Jesus taught us in Mark eleven twenty two. Jesus said, have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed. I like that, whosoever. He didn't say, this is me doing it. God's the only one that can do this. Only I can do this. No, Jesus taught his disciples to do this. I'm teaching you what Jesus taught his disciples. I'm teaching you what he's taught me, and I'm teaching you to do the same that Jesus taught. Jesus said, Whoever says to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, because why? Because you believe in what God has said, which is in your heart. You get it in in your mouth. Be removed, cast into the sea, does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he'll have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. See, when we are struggling the most, we struggle with our lack of profession, Of faith, you ever notice that when you begin to struggle, you you struggle with the profession of faith. You begin to, when you're not struggling in those good days, those good times. Whoa, I'm more than a conqueror. Glory to God. I thank God, man. God's gonna do some great things. But when we go through the problems, all of a sudden our mouth gets closed. When we see our giants, we begin to go. I'm not saying another word. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is God. Maybe it's not God. Was that God? I don't know if that's God. Oh my goodness. Oh No, No, we have to hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering for a due season. You're going to reap if you don't quit, if you don't faint, if you'll take hold of God's promises today. Get it in your heart. Get it in your mouth. Begin to say it because it's in those times like David did when, when Goliath was standing out there and he's hollering all of the things he was saying. The Bible says that when David took off and went to Goliath he ran speaking to Goliath Telling what was going to happen to him that day. See, sometimes when the giant is speaking the loudest is the day you got to arise and say, wait a minute, I believe God. This giant may be big, but this is the direction that's going to go. This is the outcome that God has already said is going to happen. And that's the way it's going to be today. Glory to God, because you are more than a conqueror. You are an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony today. What are you testifying about what the seed of the word of God is in you today? Are you going to do what God says you're going to do? Are you going to stay and die in the wilderness and see yourself as a little worm or a grasshopper today which does not enter into the promises because you've not mixed in your heart with faith when you heard it. Are you, or is that going by the wayside? Is Satan stealing it today? Or is it going to get in the ground of your spirit and you're going to grow up and you're going to say what God says. You're going to refuse the things of this world. You're going to say, I can do all things. I'm more than a tree. I am a forest. And there's more that's going to come out of me. You haven't seen nothing yet because God is going to do some great things in your life. Come on, what is the potential of the seed of the Word of God in you? What is that influence going to be? God is greater. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.